What's up, everyone? It's the Young Prince, Matt. You're about to hear a full episode of The Kingdom, our new Stitcher Premium bonus series. If you want to listen to Culture Kings without ads and get access to their bonus episodes, the only way to do that is by signing up for Stitcher Premium. Go to stitcherpremium.com or the Premium tab in your Stitcher app and sign up with the promo code KINGS to get a free month of premium listening. You'll get ad-free listening to Culture Kings in all your favorite Earwolf and Stitcher shows, plus our exclusive bonus episodes. And your premium subscription supports the Kings and the show directly. That's stitcherpremium.com, promo code KINGS for a free month of premium listening. Thanks! Culture Kings. I just feel like, and I don't know how to say this in a way that isn't offensive to Keese, but I feel like a lot of crushes of mine from the past have reached out to me with all of this stuff going on. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of crushes of mine from the past are ugly now. Uh and <laughs> and not even not even close to the same topic. No? That I'm oh, okay. About. Oh, okay. Not no, guy, right, go what? you go ahead. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. I was trying to say that like you know what I mean like with like <laughs> with a, the Black Lives Matter protest ramping mm-hmm. up again. And again, I want to be very clear that Black Lives Matter has been active since they started uh-huh but you know with all these mass protests i just feel like you know girls that i either shot my shot with or i was just like i thought was cute and i was trying to talk but they wasn't really feeling it they're just they're hitting me up now mm. yeah you know uh the Is ones that, that up? It, it it i mean kind of kind of you know but you know if you were single if you were single if you were single, you could go ahead and get get it wet. Whoa, you know, whoa, you can whoa, get the noodle whoa. wet. I'm not get the noodle I wet. I'm not talking about that. No? I'm not talking about that. No, and oh, you know, okay. I don't know why I'm not talking about that, Jaquise. Why? Because this is a regular old Culture Kings conversation. This mm. is a conversation that anybody could get to, whether they paid for this or not. But oh, okay. This right here, gotcha. This is premium. This this is premium. So we should be given we should be given the 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 takes that you can't get on a normal basis, basically, is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We should be giving them premium takes. All right. So what's your what's your first premium take? My my first premium take is um you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh raw feels better than condoms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's a very rare take, I'd say, but I agree. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's my that's most my people first don't disagree take. with you. Everyone, I remember my father. The first thing he ever said to me when I became thirteen was, "Listen, the condom feels the best." And I remember I tried it out, and I said, "I think you're wrong, Dad." Mm, well, you know, listen, we're here to bust the myths, but that's my first premium take. Uh, what's what's yours about activism? About activism, <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. I think uh, I think chants should be a little bit more organized. Sometimes it can, can be confusing. And towards mm-hmm. the front of the line, someone's doing, you know, someone's doing say his name, and everyone's yelling George Floyd. And then to the back of the line, someone's going whose streets, your streets, our streets. Mm-hmm. And then to the left, someone's doing uh, Jackie Lacey's "Got to Go." And then mm-hmm. I'm like, which one do I join in on? Like, I wish that if we could get some quality 
bullhorns or something like that, we could all get on the same page about which chants to do. It was very confusing yesterday which chant I was supposed to follow. So I just I just walked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Uh Second take. What's your uh, what's your premium? No, no, no. You assigned me a take about a specific okay. topic, so I'm going to assign you. Gotcha. What's your uh, what's your what's your premium take on uh, on marriage, specifically your marriage uh, with your fiance? Um, my my take on that is um, just because you put a ring on doesn't mean you have to stop moaning in bed. You know, you should still let your <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You should still you should still let your partner know that uh, the act of love is still a pleasurable uh, uh, act. You know what I'm and saying? I just want to so. know that Jaquise is talking about himself. Since Jaquise put a ring <laughs> on his fiance, he has stopped being audible during sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, hey, what's the point? What's the point? Shit. But 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 now I'm like, you know, that's 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 selfish. That's selfish of me. So. Uh, just, the night they tried to celebrate their engagement, Jaquise was just mute. <laughs> I said nothing. I said nothing. But, you know, I, I realize that I'm wrong. I realize that I'm wrong. So, you know, these are, this is this is the new premium Jaquise. Uh So yeah. I realize that I'm wrong. So tonight uh, I'm making all the noise. I'm making all the noise. We're, we're chanting in sync. <laughs> HBO uh, Max is out. HBO <laughs> HBO Max is out. Did you, uh, when did you hop on? When I hopped on the day. Hop I hopped on the day it came out. Uh, I watched the first. The first thing I watched on HBO Max. I watched two of the new Looney Tunes because I'm a Looney Tunes oh, fan, nice. um, and they were only like five six minutes long. And then yeah, I watched all long. three episodes of Love Life, uh, which I like. Yeah, I, I like Love I Life. Did. I love. I like Love Life as well. Are you caught up? I am caught up. I am called up. Uh, oh, that high school episode. That high school episode was wild. Uh, that high school episode was so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Also, like, I, you know, I, for whatever reason, when I, was, when I was watching Love Life, I realized that I've seen, outside of Pitch Perfect, I've seen a lot of Anna Kendrick movies. I also had that realization. Yeah. <laughs> Out of anyone, out of any actor besides probably Anne Hathaway, I've seen a lot of. Yeah, I don't know why. I've just seen so many of her fucking. I've seen uh, Happy Christmas. I've seen. Me too. I saw that movie with Blake Lively. I saw Drinking Buddies too. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why. I I was sleeping next to Anna when she was watching that movie with Blake Lively. Yeah, which I I fucked with. Yeah, I didn't like it. I saw. It was um, so bad, but I liked it. What's the one? With George Clooney when he's the pilot. Oh, up in the air. Up in the air. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Which, she is. I mean, not I mean an she's Kendrick movie. It's not an Andrew Cook movie, but that was probably present. the first thing I saw her in. Yeah. Thinking yeah. about it back in the day, yeah. but anyway, I said that to say a lot of Ina Kendrick movies. Yeah, uh, she's fucking a lot in in Love Life. It's crazy. She fucks so much. <laughs> she fucks so much. I think she fucks on average. <laughs> Five times an episode. Five times an episode, <laughs> and just the craziest of places. Yeah, it's it's so wild. It's the what like they almost fucked on the door. Yes, on 
a busy New York street. And I'm just like, yeah. what the? Like, it was yes. the craziest shit. We're going to have to talk to Jack about that. We're going to have to talk about Yeah, we're going to have to have Jack back on to talk about why Anna Kendrick fucks so much in Love Life. <laughs> but you know what else I'm liking? Hmm. That I have, you know, been rolling through my favorites. It's a little story about somebody from West Philadelphia. Born and raised, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I we, I you hit me up and was like, I want to watch the first season of the Fresh Prince because it's bad. Yes, I which I've I, talked I, about. We I when I got HBO Max, I I did Doom Patrol, which I did not like. I did I did the Boondocks, which I loved, and then one day I don't know what I was doing now. I was either high out of my mind or drunk out of my mind. And I put on the pilot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and Anna and I were just like, "Are we crazy? Or is this one of the worst things you've ever seen?" It's bad, man. It's uh, it's bad. I will I will be the first person to admit that yeah. first season of Fresh Prince. Everything about it is pretty bad. The characters are completely different than they become, yeah. and not even like oh, they morph into they get comfortable into it. The, like they are just written different. Uh, yeah. Will Smith is god awful. He's he's uh, not a good actor. Um, the walls shake when doors close. Like the, do- the, the set, set design was, was bad. You could tell that they definitely didn't get a pickup for the pilot until pretty late in the game. Like they were just like, "Oh shit, we're shooting on Friday." Like uh, the set design for the house in the first season is. It was described to me as if. Someone told the set decorator they're supposed to be rich, so get everything. Like anything that you can fit into this living room, put it. There are plants, there are statues. Like the living room is so stuffed mm-hmm. in that pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. You, all right. So you watched. All right. So what did you watch? What did you watch? Because I have not watched. I truly don't often watch the first season if it's on. I, I watched s- the first six episodes of the show. Uh, we did try to do a list uh, of like yeah, I abandoned 10 that pretty classics. Quickly. You did. I abandoned you did. that pretty quickly. But also, I will say that in the list that I gave you, uh, I think I told, because I already knew you watched the pilot. And I mm-hmm. think I said watch four and five and then skip. And then basically we start going to the latter parts of the season. I don't know how you got past the first six episodes because those are rough. I didn't. I didn't get past the first six episodes. I gave up. I told Anna, I love Jaquise with all my heart. Did you? But let me ask you. I will you, not but, be finishing this. But did you not watch The Fresh Prince growing up? Yeah, but I didn't watch it. What year did that show come out? It came out in 1990. It ended in 96. Okay. So you would have been so then four. I was five years old when that show ended. So I yeah. I only watch it in syndication, so I wasn't watching it in order. Right. But in syndication, you don't remember watching uh the latter seasons? Of course I remember watching the latter seasons. Okay. Cause it gets I I'll be the, all right, so I want to oh, say this. Oh, I understand what you're asking me now. Look, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is one of the best sitcoms. I mean, it's so good. I'm talking specifically about the first season. I right, right, like, right. I love Jaquise. I refuse to finish this. Oh, Fresh no, Prince I don't Bel-Air's blame you. Ama- Jaquise, I was raised on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I yeah. love that show. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm not saying. the first season now as a comedy writer, I was just like, I'm never going to finish this. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, 
if like watching like knowing where the show eventually got did you watch it from that perspective or did you only watch it from like as a comedy writer's perspective from a comedy writer's perspective it was just so clear to me that they had no idea who these characters are that being said like if we want to get into the writing of it all right now that is so true of pretty much every television show like Mm -hmm. a lot of television shows take time to figure out you know who their characters are only because of how television is made right like you write a pilot you wait a while to hear if you got picked up then when you got picked up you're writing an entire season which is why sometimes the pilot episode and the rest of the season can feel so different it's because then you get a room then you get all these other voices and they're chiming in and helping create the story so it's just like you're getting more in it like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like you know a a perfect example of that i think is arguably one of the best sitcoms of our generation even though i hate it the office michael scott from first season to second season is two completely different people like they figured out oh no one likes him if he's really mean and a dick he kind of has to have these redeeming qualities a little bit. Mm. And then, like, you know, they kind of master it. Same thing with Community. If you watch Community halfway through the first season, they go, oh, no one really cares about whether Jeff passes the this college classes and able to get, you know, back to being a lawyer. What they really like is when we do these weird movie parody episodes that have this question of how did this group of people these group of strangers work as a family so yeah from that perspective i was just like they don't know what this show is just yet Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i i will say this that even as a kid when the show was because this show came out from 90 to 96 so by the time it was over i was 10 um so but growing up watching it on syndication and all that shit reruns uh, I would very often not watch episodes from season one. And the best part yeah. about knowing that it was season one is because the house looked different. So I could immediately look at the house and be yes, like, oh, that's a season not, one episode. The design of the living room is completely different. Yeah. Uh, in, in, that, in that first season. Yeah. But with that said, I think we should take some time to go ahead and just truly shit on how bad these first six episodes are. 100%. Uh, and I want to start with this point. It is clear that there are no black writers on that show in the first season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it is so clear that, and maybe I'm wrong, but that nigga wasn't talking in the room. Like, it's yeah. so, the things that they, like, the, the uh, what's their, the banks are so ridiculously not black it's offensive it i mean let's be real those first five listen uncle phil is one of my favorite characters of all time he's as a dude as a dude who grew up without a dad too uncle phil was pops almost to me growing up those first the first half of season one uncle phil is a coon ass nigga (laughs) he is a fucking coon ass i hate him. him It's, 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 he is so unlikable. Uh, Carlton even, even Carlton, like Carlton still keeps a little bit of that air of like proper, I'm rich and I'm a snob, but mm-hmm. it's almost like they told him, yo, Carlton, I want you to go be what you envision a white black person sounds like. 
Absolutely. And Absolutely. like the in the racist way, what a white black person sounds like. It's so infuriating to watch. It's like <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Uh even Jeff I mean Jeffrey uh G, you know, is so funny in that show. And even he doesn't have a fucking personality. And he doesn't have any character <laughs> game. Yeah. It's so it's so you know, and again, like, you know, sitcoms are kind of expanding on like, you know, this like very funny character game for as long as you can. But the character games are just so like they just don't feel the only one who feels right is Hillary. And she feels even, right. They like she's the same. Like they don't change her whatsoever. But like Ashley's like, you know she's just a little kid who's bewildered by everything that Will does. Yeah. And Aunt Viv is just like only there to be a sounding board for Uncle Phil, mm-hmm. like to be like, oh, you're being too hard on the boy, and that's all she does in the first yeah. episode. Which is she basically no what she became. Herself. Which is basically what Uncle the Aunt Viv character became when she got replaced. But you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we 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 know why, and we understand why. And, yeah, you know, a black woman was just like, hey, my character should have more depth, and he went, oh, dude, is that really what you think? <laughs> but for a minute there, a for a minute there, she disappeared. Yeah, season two and three, Aunt Viv like was was you know she had Aunt Viv one fucking around. Uh, did did you watch the episode uh, in season one? I can't remember which one it was where they got sent to jail. Mm-mm. Okay, that's I think that's the first episode where I where I could actually see the writing getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. is where they got sent to jail and that's where Aunt Viv turns into like you know she gets in a fight she takes off her earring she, she like turns oh into, like, a powerful yes yeah 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 she Which actually is why, that's when that character becomes interesting sorry you were saying something no yeah that's exactly what I'm saying and even Uncle Phil in that point where like he and that and that one it was relevant because it was about pulling over a black dude in a nice yes. car and even yes. Uncle Phil, for the first time, like he's not like Coonish. He was like, if you don't open a jail cell and let my, you know, my boys out, you did it because you basically they're black. And Carlton doesn't get it. And Uncle Phil was like, I asked myself the same question. I was like, okay, all right, I start to see a little something, something here. You know what? I think you're putting out a, a brilliant point, Jaquise, without even realizing it. Is that? That was one of the first episodes where we saw them being compared to other white people, being compared to white people. So mm-hmm. we kind of, for the first time, got to see how the banks' wealth didn't excuse them from racism. Yeah. And I think that's something that the first six episodes don't have, is you're only seeing Will being compared to the banks, and you're seeing the wealth disparity there. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't really speak to the nuances of, what it would feel like to be a rich black family in Bel Air. And you don't get that until that jail episode. Yeah, you don't get that. And even like within those first six, when Uncle Phil's dad, uh, parents come and, yeah. and it's still much about, oh, I'm too rich to care for what to really tell you where I came from. It was all about we're rich and that's it. And yeah, by the time we got to that, up, like, no, go ahead. It wasn't even about black stuff. It was like about no. like, pigs and it was about being country like they they tried to like skate around the whole black thing and they kind of hinted at it a little bit with that conversation about how he went into the bathroom you know oh, the yeah. color only bathroom or the whites only bathroom but then they undercut it by being like i only went in there because i really needed to pee i didn't and it yeah. was like no say something there like say like i don't know 
it yeah. felt like the first the first few episodes were like them trying to skate around talking about black issues and i understand it because again i i am pretty confident that they were all white i mean it was created by andy borowitz and his wife so yeah also listen it's no secret that i am a fan of the eventual 2021 academy award winner for best actor in the lead role will smith yes there's no there's no secret i'm a fan of will smith you want to know why i'm a fan you're a will smith apologist i'd even say i don't think so i don't think so yes you are uh in what way in what way because i (laughs) I can admit when some of his shit is bad i remember when after earth came out or what was it it wasn't after earth Earth is one of the worst it was gemini man you said that gemini man was going to be a hit I thought it was, man. That first trailer, I was like, that okay. Blackbuster movie. Man, you said but what Gemini did I say man when Gemini? W- but what did I say when it came out though? And I actually went to go see it. That shit is bad. <laughs> that movie is fucking bad. So is Bad Boys 3. <laughs> bad Boys 3 is not bad. I love it's Bad Boys 3. Good. It's not good. Bad Boys fun. 3 is good. It's a I very fun it. movie. I love with a it. twist. The twist that that's his son is one of the most ridiculous. Oh, it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous twist. It's definitely a ridiculous twist. I'm not going to lie about that. But I love Will Smith in it. I love him in it. Fucking love him. But you want to know one reason why I actually do like Will Smith a lot? The the real, the true reason I like it is because there aren't many actors, from an actor's perspective, there aren't many actors that you can literally see them become great right in front of your eyes. You see them grow. You see them grow. Because a lot of times to be, you know, and I'm not saying like other actors don't evolve. Like I'm thinking of like a Jim Carrey, you know, when he was doing Ace Ventura. He was still great at that, but to evolve to drama was a really surprising thing. But But Will Smith. You don't see the strings. Yeah. You don't see the churning because you're watching him in this 22 episode show per season. Yeah. You get to literally watch the growth in a way that you don't have access to with movie stars. This is how, because when you first see somebody or they star in the show, they're generally a good actor. Or not even a good actor, but they're 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 not unseasoned in a way Will Smith was. This they're is there how, for a reason. They're there for a reason. This is how bad Will Smith was. He was mouthing other people's lines to them yes. because he yes. didn't know how to memorize just his lines. And so, like, in order to know the script, he had to memorize everybody's lines and he would be mouthing their lines. And so he would knew when his lines were coming up. And there's this fun story where um, um, Karen Parsons, who plays Hillary Banks, and I think episode three or four, just like in the middle of a uh, take, just said, will you stop that? <laughs> like, Will you stop fucking mouthing my lines to me? Like, that's how bad he was. So to see like him grow to whether you, whatever you think about his movies, there's no denying that Will Smith is a very good actor. Yeah. Uh, at least to me. Is so inspiring as no, a performer. He's 100% become a very, very good actor. And there, there's no denying that. I mean, you, you see it in his roles. Yeah. At a certain point in his career, I should, I should say. You see it in his roles at a very thin cut of his career. <laughs> Thinner. <laughs> no. Two or three years. Two or three years there, he had some really great movies. <laughs> On the other end of that. Pure charisma, pure comedy, but two or three years there, he was just oh like, no! I can name you. I can name you right now seven movies where Will Smith and they is all came out right in the t- 
Tie me a span. Nah, nah. I'll give you one. I'll give hit you me. one. Hit me. Seven, uh, st- seven movies. Enemy of the State, I think, was his right. first. And uh, and Bad Boys, he's good at, but that's a lot of charisma. That's like, charisma. That was easy that's for him charisma. to be good at. Enemy that's, of the yeah. State was his first movie where I was like, okay, well, all right. Gene Hackman I like carries you. that movie, but okay. <laughs> Gene Hackman <laughs> is very good in that fucking movie. Ali, obviously. Ollie, Ollie is great. I'm, Ollie is included in that little tiny sliver and, of good movies. Of him, <laughs> okay. About. Okay. Ollie is great. Uh, listen, you might shit on me for saying this, but this is for somebody who has as much charisma as Will Smith, for him to only have one rom-com under his like belt as an actor is pretty fucking dope. Hitch is, he is great in Hitch. Edgar just walked out of the room. He's fucking good in Hitch. He is. We are talking about a good actor. You bringing up Hitch? Hitch, we he's great about in a Hitch. Good actor. He's great in Hitch. He's great in Hitch. He's great in Hitch, man. And also, what? and then Kevin James for best supporting actor. Is that what you saying? I ain't saying they Oscar winners. But I'm just saying like he, that was a Hitch? good ass movie. That was a good ass. It's movie. a good movie. It's a rom com. So it could be a, a rom com. Could be a good movie. <laughs> a rom com could be a good ass movie. Uh, okay. My best friend's if, wedding on, is on. great. If you say. That hitch belongs in there, then you have to admit that Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind is a rom com. Hitch and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind are in no way. No, no, no. That's not what I said. On the same level. That's not what I said. I said if you are willing to say that Hitch is a great acting performance in a rom com, then you must I you must I will not be admitting just because I think he's good in Hitch that Eternal Sunshine is a rom-com. There's so many movies. There's so many movies of his that you could have picked, and you put Hitch on that list. And Hitch is on that list. Pursuit of Happiness is yes, one obviously. of his best roles of all time. One of his best uh, roles ever. Here's a role. Bad movie. He was good. Concussion. Uh, did you see Concussion? No. <laughs> then what what you what you actually you know what i did see it and then somebody hit me in the head and i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i just said not a good movie but he's very fucking good in it he's very fucking good no, at it. he's disqualified for that accent alone <laughs> tell the truth you tell the truth seven pounds you could have said don't love seven pounds He's good in seven. That's a bad movie that he's, he's good. great. That's well, that's the same thing. Seven no. pounds is bad. He's not. He's doing good a in terrible it. accent. <laughs> it's not terrible. That's how the dude sounded. Were you one of the Oscar so white people who thought that he should have gotten a nomination for some concussion? No. Okay, that's good. No, 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 no. Uh, truly, because I don't even remember what was uh, up for that year, but whatever. I'm a, I, I'm a Will Smith stan. And, here's another uh, here's another you're a big will smith fan and then speaking of will smith you know something that makes it very clear that you know like you said he wasn't there yet the writing wasn't there yet is when you go out when in old sitcoms when the screen fades to black that's an act break right that's a part of the script where the story gets to a point where you're going we're going to commercial usually in sitcoms you want to end it on a joke Right? You'll have like a very, very funny moment. In Fresh Prince's first six episodes, more than half of the act breaks are Will Smith dancing (laughs) or rapping Mm -hmm. for no reason motivated by the story 
whatsoever. And it I is mean, infuriating to watch. <laughs> There's an episode that literally, it may be even the second episode, that just starts with him dancing and like, Fred Flintstone, Wilma Fred, blah, 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 <laughs> all the heads, boom, boom. And that's the yep. start of the episode. Yes. <laughs> just like, what the fuck is yes. this? What the oh fuck is God. this? It's like, it's so insane that they were just like, this kid has charisma, just let him. And, you know, because these for sure unlike a lot of sitcoms that you see today were taped in front of a live studio audience and you just see where they were just like we'll just take over like just mm-hmm. take over and just do your thing and it kind of reminds me of when i went and i saw the carmichael pilot taped i was at one of the tapings for that and there was just a point where tiffany haddish just came out and started singing uh proud mary and the audience lost their mind it would be like if the Carmichael show just filmed that and put it into their show. That's essentially what Will Smith was doing. Was just like, like there's one where he teaches Ashley to rap. It's the pilot. He teaches Ashley to rap and he just starts beatboxing and going all crazy and the audience breaks into an applause break and they go, that's it. That's the end. That's the act. That's the end of that. I'm like, no. The story didn't move forward. Nothing happened. It's just Will Smith dancing. <laughs> It's so infuriating as a writer. Uh, I get it, man. I get it. Even as as a performer and as an actor, it's really hard to fucking watch the first half of that first season. And the only reason I watch some of the back half, which some I do have, I do have some episodes that I actually do did enjoy in the back half of that first season. Uh, but the only reason I watched it is because I gave because we made that list to watch. But other than that. Uh, if you are, if you haven't seen The Fresh Prince, we're going to go ahead and say that you can skip the first season because there's nothing in the first season that matters toward the second season and beyond. If you want primo Fresh Prince, season three through five are the best episodes of Fresh Prince. Uh, easily. Season okay. three through five, best. Okay. And season six is very good, too. Uh, but season six was their last season and you could just tell Will was kind of, Will was a movie star at that point. Like bad boys had come out. Men in black was about to come out. Independence day had already come out. Will was a fucking movie star at that point. Uh, so Will was too big for that show and he's a, he's grown. He's a completely different character. Still, I like him, but completely Mm -hmm. different character, but fresh Prince, primo fresh Prince three through five. Best seasons of that show. Uh, first six episodes. It's like uh, it's like having a dry noodle. It's not good. It's not good, man. And look again. I, I want to be very, very clear that this is something that should not be held against Fresh Prince. It is true of so many television shows. A first season of television show is so hard to mm-hmm. to do because it's like you're trying to make these new characters feel incredibly familiar to people which is impossible it's impossible i I think too and you may have different views especially as a writer but i think too that now in today's tv that first seasons of shows are way better than first seasons of shows were in the 90s um well because they're allowed to have Yes, because they're allowed yeah. to have, uh, I know what you're about to say, they're allowed to have narrative plot to pull you in and all that stuff. Yeah. And, in a and, way that sitcoms weren't. And the way that sitcoms weren't, but also sitcoms, there was just less TV back then. So even if a show was bad, it would still pull 40 fucking Absolutely. million people watching Absolutely. it, where now there's so much that 
you know, pulls our attention that they don't give shows as much of a chance to grow as they used to, which I which don't is, like. Which is what made television shows, which is what killed the sitcom. You can't have television shows like that anymore because you need people to tune in week to week. Like, you can't just have, you know, this week Will's going to do this and next week Will's going to do that and the next week Will's going to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they need to have this a little bit more. And again, there are still sitcoms that are like that. But like you said, they're they're rare. And they're rare. We have no idea where uh, they're not rare. They're just they're not as abundant. Like, you know, like your network sitcoms are always going to be like that. But. Again, network television. Yeah. And typically, I'm going to be real with you. For all the shows I love, I I will always say my three favorite shows of all time, comedies, TV, Martin, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Fresh Prince. All three of those shows, you want to know what they have in common? I generally skip the first season. (laughs) <laughs> like oh i don't watch the first season of curb even though it's still good but it, i i just like when they finally get to the fuck who you know they are yeah. uh i i don't really love the first season of martin and martin is up there as far as one of the best of all time in my opinion and i can't watch the first season of fresh prince so you know i i it's i'm the, i'm the problem i'm the problem i'm the nigga that says nah i'm not gonna get this a chance no more <laughs> i feel it so i feel it yeah but I hope you guys are enjoying HBO Max. Go get it, y'all. Go get it. Spend that fourteen dollars. Spend Please, that HBO unemployment of money. And you might not even have to. Again, if you do your research well, your cable provider might have it for you. Um, and like, yeah, there's ways to get it without spending that fourteen dollars. If you had HBO now, it immediately became HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? As we wrap this premium episode up, how just like how the Fresh Prince changed as it grew, uh, there are things about Culture Kings that changed as we became premium. One of them being that Matt Apodaca is not racist anymore. Only on these premium episodes. We don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Probably capitalism. Matt Apodaca isn't racist. Mm-mm. He he is down for the calls. Matt, will you drop for us your favorite Martin Luther King quote? <laughs> you know, I was just about to say, uh, in light of uh, these times that we're in right now, uh, of all the things that have happened on Culture Kings, I'm glad that this joke has aged so well and uh, it seems uh, it's just great. I love it. Hey, Matt, you know, we tried to say that you weren't racist, but it seems to me like you're saying that. No, I mean. Racism just happened. No, mm. that's not true. That's not mm. what I was saying. All right. Well, we tried to give you a chance, Matt, but maybe next time. Maybe next time. Uh, maybe you'll maybe next time you'll give us that quote that we're looking for. Who knows? Who knows? Ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> boys, girls. <laughs> Uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening to uh, The Kingdom, Culture Kings, the premium content. We got some more dope shit. Some of, you, some of your favorites, some of the classics that we used to do back in the day. We're going to start to bring those bad boys to the premium line for you guys. So be on the lookout. Tell a friend. Tell a friend to use the code Kings for a free month of premium content. And listen to us do our thing. 
Y'all know where to find us. You can find Edgar at Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter, off a gram on the gram. At Jock Neal on every single piece of social media except for racist Reddit threads. That's true. That's true. On that, I am Donald Trump is my hero. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs>